Welcome back to Grazia Beauty Life Lessons. It's great to have you with us again. This is Jolie, Grazia's Beauty and Health Director, and we're here again to get tips and stories on all things beauty and wellness from yet another brilliant woman. This time, one of the world's most celebrated makeup artists. She's created some of the most iconic editorial campaign and backstage looks, from Marc Jacob to Max Mara. My name's Diane Kendall, and I'm the creative director of Zara Beauty. Diane Kendall's most recent venture has been as creative lead on Zara's first full makeup range. She has a knack for knowing what we want from our makeup, but also how to push it that bit further. Really, I think it's just playfulness and I think it's the celebration of life and the joyfulness and I think moving forward people are going to be want to experiment more with colour. Her career has been transatlantic and stratospheric for many decades but we'll hear how it all got started. I went to Milan, went to Paris and then from Paris to New York. Really it was moving to Paris when things really started picking up. As we always do with our podcast guests We'll finish by asking for Diane's biggest beauty blunder, and it's a great one. I went to curl the celebrity's eyelashes. I didn't see that the rubber band was missing, and so when I shut down, it cut off a corner of her eyelashes. She is so busy and an absolute leading light in top flight beauty, so it was a real, real treat to spend time with Diane. Here she comes. Hello and welcome, Diane. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. Nice to see you. Nice to see you too. And honestly, thank you so much um, for joining us today. I'm very, very excited to hear all of uh, your best beauty advice. But before we kind of jump straight in, I wanted to kind of start by asking you about your personal beauty style, just in general. Would you say you're the kind of type of person who is forever trying new products or switching up your own personal routine? Or do you say that you kind of like to stick to the staples that you know and love and that work for you? No, I mean, I I think, you know, I get sent a lot of products. So especially skincare, I'm always trying out different skincare products. So, for instance, you know, Drunken Elephant have sent me one of their gorgeous little uh, press kits of all their kind of new uh, moisturizing. The, I think it's the Glow Drops, which are really great. Um, so I've had fun trying those out. But I'm pretty, you know, low key in that really, in that way. And you're obviously one of the, you know, the most respected and sought after makeup artists in the entire, entire world. And you've created so many incredible campaign and runway looks, um, some of which I've had the absolute pleasure of seeing come to life backstage. But can you remember your very first kind of pinch me moment in makeup, the kind of moment where things really started to take off? Um, I think for me, it was when I first came to New York, actually. I did my first shoot with Stephen Mizell. I think Joe McKenna was the stylist and Guido was doing the hair. Kirsten Owen was the model. And I really felt like, wow, you know, this is like amazing. Living in New York, working for Italian Vogue, working with one of the most iconic photographers in the world. And it was, uh, it was kind of great. Amazing. And how long was that after you kind of started in your journey in makeup? How long did it take to get to that point? You know, when I started in the 80s, it was a really different industry. And it took a, quite a long time to get yourself kind of established. I did so many tests, I can't even tell you kind of where you turn up, you know. And that's where I first met Guido, actually, was on one of these tests. And that's how we became, you know, fast friends and grew up in the industry together. 
And then I think I went to Milan, came back to London, went to Paris, and then from Paris to New York. But I think really it was moving to Paris when things really started picking up and I started getting really kind of established as a sought-after makeup artist. Amazing. And so we're going to jump into your five best pieces of beauty advice. And obviously we're going to start with makeup first. Now, of course, this is a very tricky one because you, you know, no doubt have so many incredible tips. But if you had to choose just one tip that feels particularly relevant to now, what is your best piece of makeup advice? For me, it's always getting beautiful skin. I think having beautiful skin is is an important base for any look that you're going to create afterwards. So I really like to prep the skin uh, really well using uh, a toner, moisturizer, and then a beautiful base. Making sure that you get the correct foundation color for yourself. So it's always important to try on the back of your hand or even on your skin to make sure that you have the right skin color base. So that kind of fresh base that you can build color on top of. And I know with the amazing new uh, Zara makeup, which I've, you know, been lucky enough to see, it's all about that color. And we've spoken about it. It's about that mood boosting color and just being playful with makeup. And so how would you recommend building up those pops of color on a really lightweight base. Would you say not to be fearful and just go for it? Do you have any particular tips for for doing that? I mean, I definitely think not to be fearful and just, you know, have fun and play. And, you know, if you don't like something, you can always take it off. And I think that's the great thing about using color. It's just to experiment, experiment, play with color, try it on yourself, take a selfie to see if you like it. And if you don't, you know, you can move on and Try another color. And actually, you just said then about the selfie element, because I know in the new Zara makeup, you can go into store, is that right? And you can scan a QR code, and that's going to be able to show you what the makeup looks like on yourself before you buy, which is amazing. Yeah, I think that's going to be a really fun element of the Zara Beauty, that there is that option. Um, So you can actually do it online, thezara.com, or you can go in store and do the Q bar. I think it's going to be really great fun for people to be able to experiment without actually having to put the product on themselves so they can see what the color looks like and then get the product and play afterwards. And in terms of choosing bold colors, I know it's all about being playful, but are there any colors that you think are super relevant for now or that just really flatter and suit everybody? I think, you know, I, I did find that when I was doing the campaigns, I played a lot with oranges and the pinks, blues but really I think it's just playfulness and I think it's the celebration of life and the joyfulness and I think moving forward people are going to be want to experiment more with color so it's that attitude towards makeup about being fearless and just having a go and playing around yeah amazing and what about skincare so you mentioned skincare a little bit there what is the best piece of skincare advice that either you've ever been given yourself or that you have to give? Always wear sunblock. I think that's kind of a priority to put your sunblock, even if the sun isn't out. Also, you know, for, for me as well, yes, yeah, skincare is really super important, but it is important to drink lots of water, get your sleep, you know, a good diet, because it is all about what you eat, I think, as well. Of course, genetics do come into it. But that is really important too. So taking care of your skin from the inside out. Yes. 
Absolutely. And in terms of kind of backstage tricks, say, um, I know the models travel so much in fashion week, so so do you. Is there anything that you've used as an instant pick-me-up for skin before, you know, going out on the runway? What is your kind of cheat for that? If you're maybe running around all the time and you don't have that time to drink all your water and do all those things that we know are so good for us. Yeah, I think, you know, now there's so many on the market, but great masks that you can put on the face masks that you can put on for five minutes and it just gives your skin that boost of moisturizer and brightening and it just kind of plumping up the skin also the little um you know massage tools that are available now they're a good trick too under eye masks are also very good to give your underneath your eye a quick boost then there are the products that you know um, skin skin brightening serums. Um, I know. Um, is it uh, Barbara Strum? Dr. Barbara Strum does a really good gl- glow drop. That's really good for just brightening the skin. I love those drops. They're so great. They're good, aren't they? And what do you have in your personal skincare lineup? either in your kit or that you like to use on yourself? Is there anything that you're particularly loving at the moment? You know, I always love rose water. I always love spraying my face with rose water after I've cleaned my face, put a bit of rose water on, moisturizer. I personally like to wear kind of like almost like a tinted moisturizer too, just to sort of help even out the skin tone. Maybe occasionally a little bit of mascara or blush. Um, my, my philosophy for myself is less is more. And you've said before that kind of philosophy, um, the less is more, and keeping it low-key, but you're also saying it about less is more when you're applying products. Would you kind of tell us a bit about that philosophy, how kind of it's so much easier to start slow and build up than, say, it is to take off, for example? Well, I, th- I think, you know, um, starting off with, with less, it gives you more perspective, especially when you are using colour, especially with the new Zara products that are coming out, they're buildable. So you can start off doing a wash of, say, a really vibrant blue and build up and make it as strong as you like to see yourself with that colour on. Amazing. Um, Well, thank you so much for that, Diane. We will be right back after this. And welcome back, everyone. So we're going to go into our third piece of advice, which is around fragrance. So, Diane, what is your best piece of fragrance advice that you have ever been given or that you have to give? I think my best advice is, you know, just follow your nose, you know, whatever you, whatever makes you feel good. Like for me, I love essential oils. So I kind of love lavender, yang yang. I also like the Palo Santo. Gorgeous. Do you wear any fragrances yourself? Are there any that particularly you're loving at the moment or that are potentially really nostalgic for you? Yeah, you, I, I'm not a huge perfume person. I like moisturizers that have fragrances. And if I do wear perfume, it's more that I, I like the Aveda Chakra 2. Oh, yes. I love those ones. They're so calming. They are. And they're more like a body uh, spray than a perfume, but... Do you find essential oils as well, kind of working backstage? I have been at some of the backstages that, you know, you are at and you're always so calm and the backstage areas are absolutely crazy. Do you find that essential oils, when you're working, do they help ground you and help keep you calm? Is that something that you like to use them for? Yeah, I like, um, for me, lavender. I find that very calming. 
gorgeous. So I always carry a little bottle of that with me in my purse. I bet the models love it as well when you're kind of working on them and they get the whiff of uh, lavender. I bet it's very calming. Yeah. And that's why I always like using the rose water too, because that is a kind of gorgeous fragrance too. It is. Um, Okay, we'll go on to number four. So your best piece of nail advice. Now, I know that there's amazing colors in the new Zara nail collection. What would you say your best piece of nail advice is? Always keep your nails manicured and clean. Um, For me, especially as a makeup artist, I'm always conscious of my nails, that they look clean and manicured because there's nothing worse than looking at nails and there's got dirt underneath them. So you could, are you kind of religiously applying nail oil? Are you kind of all over that? Are you, are you good with your nail care routine? Yeah, I, I kind of do. I always make sure, well, I always wear my nails very short. So I'm always like clipping them and filing them. Um, and I prefer using a nail oil rather than actual nail varnish for myself, just because working, um, nail varnish doesn't really work. And it just kind of gives that glossy, I guess, natural finish with an oil. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And Diane, for your last piece of advice, which is around self-care, what is your best piece of self-care advice that either you've ever been given or that you have to give? I think it was when a friend introduced me to the meditation. So for me, meditation is a big part of my life and I try and do that every day um, because I find it very grounding and um, makes me very centered. Do you use any apps or anything to help you or guide you or do you do it as self-guided meditation? I do a self-guided meditation. Is it something that you've always found easy meditation? No yeah I think when I first started it was um, hard to you know to switch off but now I mean I've been meditating for over uh, 20 years. Um, so now it kind of, it's part of my routine. Part of your every day. And have you, would you say yeah. you've meditated every day for 20 years? Uh, yeah. Wow. You know, with the good exception if I'm doing a red eye fly or whatever. But yeah, I do try to. That's incredible. Yeah. Amazing. Well, our final question and the question that we end the show on is just a really lighthearted one. It's talking about your biggest beauty blunder. And I can't imagine you've had many, but... If, if, has there been anything that you would say is your kind of biggest beauty blunder? Yes. I think there has been one, and I'm not going to mention who I did it on, but I can remember it was when I was here in New York. I um, went to curl the celebrity's eyelashes, and I didn't see that the rubber band was missing. And so when I shut down, it cut off a corner of her no! eyelashes. And I was like, oh, no. Thank goodness she didn't notice. Maybe she noticed the next day, yeah. but who knows. But I was like mortified. You know, there was nothing I could what do. What did you do? But did you style it out? Did you just out just free? You know, I just kind of you know, went over with a mascara and just tried to sort of extend it with a mascara it's like awful. oh that's brilliant well mascara yeah just covers it up covers up the, the mistake yeah. oh amazing well thank you uh, so much for for joining us on this episode diane it was lovely to speak to you and thank you for sharing all of your best beauty advice yeah thanks so much that was great thank you so great to spend time with diane kendall and get her top notch beauty tips thanks again to her for taking the time If you get a chance, we'd love you to review and rate Grazia Beauty Life Lessons on your podcast player. It really helps us out and it helps us reach new audiences too. 
Please also spread the word elsewhere. A tweet or a message to a friend to recommend they listen, it really, really helps us out. Look forward to seeing you next time.